Lambolander fans, I'm Brad. And I'm Allie. And this is the Lambo Leap. Welcome to our weekly podcast featuring all things Packers. We do apologize. Last week we didn't have a podcast. We had a long vacation, long weekend vacation. So we got pretty uh, busy with that. So we missed a week. We do apologize. We will cover both the Seahawks and the Chiefs game today. And uh, we hope to not miss another week this season. Jumping in, I would like to give a shout out to the NFL. And why is that? <laughs> Usually they don't get praised, so I'm curious. <laughs> well, can you guess, September of this year was the first month since 2009 in the NFL since something has happened in the NFL. Since something hasn't happened. Hasn't happened? I would say there hasn't been this many undefeated teams by week three. Wrong. I do not know the stats on that. <laughs> but I, Me neither. <laughs> I feel like we would have heard that maybe, but there has not been an arrest in the NFL since 2009 for a solid month. That uh, is good and sad at both the same time. <laughs> but keep it up, players. At any other job, if you were like, hey, we went a whole month without an employee getting arrested, you'd be like, that's awful. <laughs> and you're bragging about that? Yeah. You don't walk into McDonald's, they don't have a sign on the wall. Ten days since our last arrest. <laughs> well, obviously professional sports are in a whole other category, so. Yes, a different world, different people. Yes, much, much better, higher privileges. But that's a, a fun fact of the day. Uh, I, I've i listened to a couple of our past podcasts uh, while we've been on vacation and realized that I kind of sound like a pretentious little snob. <laughs> I think that's a very harsh assessment of yourself. I don't, most people don't like the way they sound, but it's like most people just get irritated with their voice. But I don't even like, like the way I enunciate things. So like right now I'm really like self-conscious of it and but I don't even know if I'm doing it so I'm gonna like go back and listen and be like Ugh. well I will say I'm pretty modest but I <laughs> love the sound of my own voice yeah we all know it's like <laughs> just smooth velvet coming out of my mouth well I've had a couple of glasses of wine <laughs> so I'm hoping I sound better all right well let's jump right in then uh recap weeks two and three we're by gonna... a couple she means four okay they've already forgotten <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna talk about both of our home games seattle and the chiefs just an fyi um i had this also fun fact for brad last week that aaron Rodgers has only in his career with the packers has only not beat two teams in the nfl quick second for you to guess i did not know all right, so one was the Chiefs, so we got that one knocked out. Way to go, Rodgers. And the last one, drumroll, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are also 3-0 right now. So we'll see where they go. Uh, it's still early in the season, as everyone says, So, but there's always a chance that we could meet up with them at the end of the season. So we'll throw another fun fact in there. There is only one quarterback in NFL history that's beat every NFL team. That's and currently playing or ever? Ever. And is he currently playing? No. Okay. 
And I'm guessing? If you would like to, or I can just tell you. Ooh. Uh, are they, like, super older, or, like... Like, was I around to see them play? Yes. And I was old enough to, like, know what football was? Yes, I think you're putting yourself way too far back <laughs> in the past. <laughs> That's beat every team. Peyton yes. Manning. No. Uh, oh, they're not currently playing. Correct. Uh, Joe Montana. No. Uh, Troy Aikman. Getting further away. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you can tell me. Brett Favre. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say him, and then, like, we've been building up Rodgers so much, and this week Brad and I have been talking about the difference between Rodgers and Favre, that I was like, nope, not going with Favre, and then, of Talk course, yourself out of a right I, answer. I swear that's what I thought, or who I thought of first. All right, anyway, so let's go over the Seahawks coming to visit us, and that awesome, awesome victory. Yeah, the team looked really solid, I would say, for about three and a half quarters. Um, it was a tense game, but it was it was good to see them come out. They played with passion. They played with fire. Uh, you know, I think they definitely wanted to win no matter what the, the talk going in, how unimportant the game was. I think they definitely came out with a mindset of getting a monkey off their back as far as the Seattle Seahawks go. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it was tense, and then... A lot of my tension was released pretty early on. The momentum we went in with the defense stopping Marshawn Lynch, uh, the defense looked so improved as opposed to the team that lost to them last year. Yeah, Not that it was all the defense fault, but if you compare those, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if you compare the two, uh, man, what an improvement! Yeah, the run defense has come a long way in the off season, so that was. That was good to see. I really pictured Marshawn Lynch bowling a few people over, and it, he really didn't get going, and that was that was nice to see. Yeah, it, it was good. It was a huge pat on the back, not only to get the win, but to see us excelling without Jordy. Of course, we want him here, but to see our wide receiver game going strong and then to see the defense going strong, it it was a good thing for all of us to see um, a good boost of encouragement for the season. Yeah, I think it's it's given the team a lot of confidence, and hopefully they ride it that now throughout the season. I agree. So following that, we have the Chiefs, which I feel like it was a lot more confident going into than the Seahawks game, and it seemed like a lot of the the game played out a lot the same, you know, Strong offensive performance to begin with. Strong defensive performance to begin with. Um, I do feel like in both games, though, that the defense really let off the pedal. You know, halfway through the third quarter, most of the fourth quarter in both games. and it, We let the teams hang in there in both games a little too long for comfort in a few cases, I felt like. I think the defense was getting really tired, especially last week. Well, this week, against the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, I, that's a, a good play. They were on the field a long time. Yeah. Against the Chiefs, you know, the team, the offense was scoring so quickly at points that it seemed like the defense was on the field every time you looked at the screen, which, you know, by the fourth quarter, you know, even you could tell Clay was breathing hard. You could see it in a lot of the guys. Peppers looked tired. You could see that the conditioning, maybe they need to work on their conditioning, but they looked tired. Yeah. Um, this reminds me, you guys. So, Brad and I were watching the game, and he was getting pretty tense. Um, it was the fourth quarter. 
I think it was before our last touchdown, I think. Was that when you were like, well, Brad basically was like, we don't have this yet. And I was like, we have it. We have it. We got this. And so Brad's over there getting very tense, which he does. Everybody, you know, has their certain points where they feel secure in the game. And at this point, I had felt pretty secure. So I had my brain going the way it goes. And I was like, man, Clay being lined up outside, inside, inside, outside, like, you know, he's got a lot to focus on. And he has not been getting probably, you know, as many tackles and sacks as he wants. So I thought of a funny, (laughs) to ease Brad's tension. I was like, hey, Brad, do you think Clay Matthews is getting sexually frustrated? <laughs> and I kid you not, within, like, what was it? Like, a play. Uh, yeah, a play. He got his sack. And I was like, what? <laughs> also, um, Sunday, we went grocery shopping, and I was like, I really feel like making a cake today. I don't know why. And I was like, but I just really want to make a cake. And Brad was like, okay. And so I made a cake right before the game began, and I know why I made a cake. My mind was telling me that the Packers were going to win. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so this means you're going to make a cake every week so, now? Uh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had a victory cake, and we ate it. And it was delicious. <laughs> every bite was better than the bite before. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, sorry, I get off on my tangents. Uh, We made some good stops against Jamal Charles. Uh, Man, is every sports analyst boosting up Aaron Rodgers? There's so many people are starting to compare him to Michael Jordan lately. This this talk of him being the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Uh, I was asking Brad where this is coming from all of a sudden this year. I know he's been hailed, especially in the last one to two seasons, as potentially could go down, you know, like in his time as the best quarterback. But now getting these comparisons to, you know, picking up the best athlete of his time, I mean, that's that's a, a lot of pressure. Not that he, I don't think he takes it too seriously, like, oh, I have to fill these shoes. But they're just they're talking him up a lot that. Well, I think he's shown that he deserves it. I mean, he looked he looks better each game. I think the real moment for a lot of the sportscasters came in the Chiefs game when they were starting pretty much in their own end zone, and he was able to scramble around in the end zone and hit a pass and get them out of the shadow of the goalposts. Like, that was a play that people were just falling over themselves to praise. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, I mean, with a start like this, It'll be so... It's going to be so exciting to see how far we go from here. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an exciting season. And Packer fans definitely uh, take things to the extreme. As I was listening to the radio, people were calling in and <laughs> saying it was going to be the 18-0 Packers <laughs> versus the 18-0 Patriots in the Super Bowl. And uh, I feel like that's a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a stretch. I mean, granted, I think they're going to make, you know, a deep run in the playoffs in the way they're playing Super Bowl, but I don't think they're going undefeated. And, and I, to say both teams are like, yeah. Right, that would be ridiculous. Right, like how often that's, you know, 
to be undefeated your whole regular season. Right. Yeah, so I think people are just getting very excited to see two teams, one in the AFC, one in the NFC, looking so on fire right off the opening that they're hoping for a really good showdown in the Super Bowl, yep. but it is very early as we've seen a lot of quarterbacks have been injured already this season so knock on wood yeah. uh, anything can happen in just you know one game to mess with your whole season so yeah. but we probably will win the Super Bowl <laughs> after all that we'll probably still <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous because it was raining we talked about this um, on Sunday it was raining I couldn't think about anything but Rogers. You know, rain doesn't usually come as an asset to any team. Right. But I was just hoping, you know, even if we can't win this, I don't. All I could think about was I don't want Rogers to slip and fall yeah. and get hurt. Let's protect him. Uh, don't want a freak injury. Right. So, I mean, I was worried about Lacey and Adams coming back as well, uh, both having ankle sprains, but Lacey didn't seem like he had uh, injury all week, and then Adams went out on his yeah, first. pretty much immediately. Yeah, so it goes to show the type of quick rehab and sometimes little control you have with the rehab, yeah. so. Leading into that, I'll go over our injuries. Devontae Adams, obviously, like I said, left last week's game uh, with his ankle sprain. He did not practice as of today, Thursday, so he is questionable. Morgan Burnett with his calf injury is questionable. Brian Balaga with the knee injury is out. Dimitri Goodson with his hamstring injury is doubtful. Jake Ryan also has a hamstring injury and he is doubtful. And then Andrew Corliss on Wednesday was put on the injured reserve for his knee, for his left knee. Yes, and he was injured reserve with designation to return, correct? So he can come back. Yeah, he's not season. out for the season. Uh, so that is a roundup of our injuries. Uh, we're hoping Devontae Adams can get back with us as soon as he can. Um, but I think it's key that players come in when they're actually ready. So... I mean, I don't know the protocol when it comes to something smaller as far as a sprain as to what it comes down to. Because, you know, with concussion, concussion, there's testing and all these things where you have to get okayed. I don't know what kind of okay you get to play when it's a sprain, how much it's the player saying, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm going to do it because they're very two different, play, you know, players with Lacey and Adams and one being able to play the most of the whole game yeah. and then one leaving right away. So Yeah, I think part of it is players' tolerance and part of it is the coach making a decision on what he thinks is best for the team and the player. Yeah. I just I want him to be well and for it to be healed and him to be able to give us hundred percent. So that's the injuries. Uh, I think we should talk about this Sunday. 3.25 p.m. at San Francisco, taking on Colin Kaepernick and 
the ever not so loved Niners. <laughs> you can say hated. Hated 49ers. <laughs> Hate's a strong word. We're we're happy Harbaugh's not there yeah. anymore. <laughs> but uh, the Niners have been difficult for us to beat in the last few years. I'm I will be worried until the Packers can show me otherwise of us being able to stop Kaepernick when he runs. We've always had um, a terrible time since he's been on the team, so um, at stopping him. Yeah, uh, he's proven to be uh, the biggest challenge. It seems like whatever they put out on the field, the Packers match up well against, except Kaepernick. There's just no... They haven't keyed in on how to slow him down yet. Yeah, and I know they haven't been that great this year. I did see their opener, right, against the Vikings? Yeah, no, at they're at home hosting the Vikings, and we can't compare the Vikings' defense with the Packers, but the Vikings' defense had a very hard time stopping Kaepernick, so... Um, but I also have read several things saying the Niners lack a lot of um, game-scoring moves. A lot of their... A lot of playmakers. Yeah, a lot of uh, their defense isn't looking as promising, so I don't, I don't know where they're having problems. It's not really any of my concern to dig too deep into a team, yeah. but uh, that's what I'm going to be looking at the most is putting the pressure on Kaepernick and not letting him run at all. Yeah, they line up good with the receiver, so you stop Kaepernick, you stop their running back Kendall Hunter, and you uh, you put yourself in a really good spot to to stop that team overall. So, what is your score prediction? Uh, I think it's going to be a close one. I'm putting it at 23-21. Okay. I think the Niners are going to come out uh, pretty early on and get a touchdown, and that's all they're going to get. I think we're going to win 24-7. Nice. I, I'd be much happier with yours. And also, I don't think Kendall Hunter is the 49ers running back. Now that I said that, that doesn't sound right. Carlos Hyde sounds right, but now you got to check for sure. You better find but I, uh, uh, Why do we even do a podcast? I'm just going to mess up all the time. Uh, so how do you feel? You know, it's been a few weeks. We've had a lot of talk about our wide receiver situation, if you will. How do you feel about all of our wide receivers right now? Uh, so far, so good, I would say. Um... Uh, James Jones has been, you know, I hesitate to say surprise because then it makes it sound like I didn't expect much out of him, but I will say a surprise. I mean, a touchdown a week, you know, two touchdowns in the opener. He, uh, was it two touchdowns last week too or just one? Just one. Just one. Just one. And then he had one called, he almost had two against the Seahawks with one called back. Um, you know, it is. It's surprising and impressing, just impressive to see him get a little, you know, career resurgence. Very rarely does a guy get cut from one team, come on to another team, and just start lighting it up. So it's it's very. I'm happy for him. I'm yeah, happy to see him. I agree. Um, for me though, I'm I'm un I'm unrealistic in my expectations. So for me, it was like, James Jones is coming back to Titletown. That's where he belongs. He's going to do great. Picked him up on my fantasy league right away. So I was all just like, you know, 
the dream scenario where it's like, oh, he's home. He's going to do wonderful. <laughs> that lined up well for me. Yeah. I wasn't basing it off of anything in his last year. But I don't think it could go any better. No, I, it's, it's exceeded every expectation that I've had. Yeah. And I think uh, next week after the game, we'll be able to kind of give everyone our thoughts. You know, the season will be a quarter over after this coming week. So it'll be a good time for us to sit back and take a little stock, see where we are at the quarterway mark, and really start to look forward. Um, we obviously have some big-time games coming up in a very difficult stretch of games that's like a murderer's row pretty much within our division. So it's, you know, if, we're, if we get to that point and are undefeated, I feel very good. But uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into that next week. Yeah, I think... I think we don't even have to focus on looking downward and being, okay, we have to be undefeated. Let's just get the win this week and see what next week has <laughs> to bring. It's so much pressure to say, let's be 5-0, 6-0. Like, take it a week at a time. If you are if you lose one, you lose one. Not that we are going to go into a week being like, oh, it's okay if we lose. Right. It's just, let's not put the pressure to be undefeated off season. I think these last three games have shown things that we weren't even prepared for in greatness. Uh, I can't say it enough. Props to the defense. You're really learning a lot. You're gaining a lot. Stopping the run game. I just keep going with that. Yeah, keep it up. Rodgers and the receivers keep communicating and Lacey stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. I can't take away from everyone else. It's, it's, it's the whole team, but Please send us questions and comments. Uh, especially, we'd like to know questions for week to week. If you have questions about matchups or questions about our views on things, uh, midseason we have four divisional games in a row. Uh, so we'll have a lot to talk about then. But let us know what you guys think of the division so far. That'd be a a fun thing for us to cover. Is is kind of talking about the division. It's always fun to talk about the Bears because they're doing they're really poorly. <laughs> but uh, you can contact us on Twitter, um, follow us on iTunes, comment, rate us, SoundCloud, give us listens, question, comment on Facebook. Sorry, our dog's awake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, worry, we're not hurting him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am on Twitter at AllieRose326. And I am at the Walking Brad. All right, and we will see you after our win on Sunday. We'll talk to you. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. And there is your dagger.